please bring us Listen. in on our tonight's topic. Okay. It shows in the post. <laughs> how do you PD on the go? Meaning, how do you personal development on the go? This is fantastic. And this is inspired because here's my current reality. We all have different... Wow, is it that? that is not a newsflash. Uh, we all have different realities. <laughs> but our reality shifts. Like, what my reality was like two hours ago was not what it is now, where uh, a little bit later of my spouse getting home and thinking dinner was going to go one way, it's going another, which is totally fine. But I'm like, ooh, I got... I have stuff like on the stove I got to watch. And so I'm thinking, hey, PD on the go, personal development on the go. How do you do that? What does it look like? Can it be done? Yes, it can. And who's going to talk about it? Well, your high five club. So I love this personal development on the go. There's a lot of ways we talk. We break down a lot of different aspects and a lot of different uh, benefits and values and you know, if we do self-analysis checks, we do reality checks, well, sometimes it's, what are you doing when you're going to sleep at night? What do you do when you wake up in the morning? Do we take time for ourselves and plan out these? What if, though, you're in the middle of your day or your evening and suddenly you just need to, like, punch some personal development into your, into your immediate circle? Then what does that look like? How do you do that? What can you do? That's it. How do you PD on the go? So, I don't know. I would love to know what everybody does for some personal development on the go. And I don't mean, FYI, let me back this up. I don't mean when you're in transit, I listen to an audio. I'm not saying that people don't. I'm just saying, let's, let's, Lester and Samantha, we've been at this for a long time. Let's throw out some like solid applications of maybe it's affirmations. Maybe it's because we've spent some time memorizing poems, or maybe there is a favorite compliment that we can reflect on that gives us just enough of a little bit of personal development on the go that maybe it's from walking uh, to the mailbox and back to our house. We're like, Oh, that really lifts my spirit. PD on the go. Professor right, glass. I like that you're going to punch, what did you say? You're going to punch some personal development into that circle or something like that. I was just like, that sounds exactly like me. I love that. I'm totally punching that into my circle. Uh, so personal development on the go, PD on the go. I like that. I wasn't sure what PD on the go was. So that's, uh, I love how you put that out there. Okay. So what do I do? Uh, well, my thing is really about making people smile, right? When I make people smile, people, smile, it makes me smile. So I do check-ins with my friends. I do check-ins with people in my circle. And I will just off the cuff say something random and they're like, huh, what? And then they just start laughing and they call me and they're like, you just like totally made my day with your silly jokes. So, you know, smiling is infectious, right? And smiling helps us to focus on personal development. So I also find that when I'm down or when I'm trying to face something, um, my personal development consists of meditation. It's the biggest, best thing for me, especially a person that fears things. When I know that I'm going to face something or I feel that anxiety or that panic attack coming on, I put myself into a state of meditation and I visualize positivity. I find everything positive. My, my 
my go-to, and this is so funny. Owen, when he was um, when he was a newborn, and he couldn't, he didn't know he was smiling, right? Babies have gas. There's a photo of him laying on on his side with a, a white beanie cap, and he's smiling. And that photo always comes into my mind. So that's part of how I get myself into a state of positivity that I remember this one thing to get me get me out of where I am. So. That's my personal development, helping others, seeing others smile, making them laugh, and then putting myself into a state of positivity when I'm going down a road that I can sense it's going to be negative or panic attack or something like that. So, PD on the go. I like that. I like that. So, this is to Professor Glass. Smiling is infectious. You catch it like the flu. When someone smiled at me today, I started smiling too. I walked around the corner and someone saw me grin. When I smiled, I realized that I passed it on to them. I thought it was about the smile and then I realized it's worth. A single smile like mine could travel around the earth. So if you see a smile begin, don't leave it undetected. Start an epidemic and get the world infected. Spike Milligan. Most of the times when you're looking at what is personal development, what can change your state of mind almost immediately? Well, just before we got on, my partner gave me a hint. She gave me a clue, something that can start your day. So we decided to put on a song, music. Music has such a way of changing your immediate state of mind. So she told me, why don't you play some Aerosmith? Walk this way. Immediately, we went from whatever our minds were thinking of at that present moment. Talking about personal development. When your mind shifts, and people think it takes a long time, but when you heard that song, especially when it says, walk this way, you started moving. You can see the guitarist taking large steps, smiling as he's playing, and now he changes his mind. He gets so infected by what he is doing. His head is down, is banging around. The smiles that comes up. That's one way of looking at what is your personal development while you're on the move. For Samantha Glass, she basically says, that smile. So now, all of a sudden, I read this poem and I smile while I'm doing it. Personal development is, is pumping out of you because you've heard something that kind of soothes your mind and tells you that whatever that you're going through, no matter what it is, how depressed you are, whatever that state of mind, either can be something that you heard, someone may give you one of your favorite jokes. You can have someone give you a horrible joke that can't laugh. I mean, one of my best friends can't tell a joke at all. He cannot oh. tell a joke. But what he can do is he laughs so hard, you started laughing with him. And when you started <laughs> laughing with him, that's personal development because your state of mind is changing just at that moment. Now, if I want to, if I'm feeling down and I need a laugh, I'm going to put on some Richard Pryor, some Robin Williams. I'm going to find some Lucille Ball, Carol Burnett, some Tin Conway. I'm going to find some Sinbad. I'm going to find Cedric the Entertainer. I'm going to find me some comedy. It's hard to watch great comedians and not laugh. You can go back to old Bernie. Oh, I can't forget it. Bernie passed away, and I, I know who I'm talking about because he said, beat your head to the red meat. The Charlie's Angels. Um, 
I don't know his name. Bernie Mac, thank you. Yes. Thank For any of you all that were thinking that at the time, I appreciate the thought. <laughs> That's what it is. Affirmations. Oh, my goodness. If you want to turn around and give her an affirmation, look at yourself in the mirror. Go to that mirror. Sneak up on that mirror if you have to. I want you to walk real slow up on that mirror. I want you to look at yourself in that mirror. Imagine you're looking at you and all of a sudden you say, I love you. And then you say, you go, girl. You go, boy. You're the best ever. You're the one. I really love you. And when you start doing that to yourself, you cannot sit up there and say, you go without really laughing, without smiling. Tell yourself something that would turn around and tell you, I got this. I don't care who's getting in front of me. Watch me do it. Watch me do it. Start, start getting your Hulk Hogan on. Yeah. Pump up. <laughs> you know, get you some macho man savage. You, you all remember who these characters okay. were. <laughs> we There are so many ways that you can get your personal development on affirmations. Oh, my God. What affirmations do you tell yourself that don't uplift you? If you have affirmations that don't uplift you, that means you need to can those. You know, sentence enhancing yeah, word. Real. Sentence enhancing word, can those. Blank can. Through the door. Those. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so i want you to see we do these things because personal development in the high five club we talk about all the things that we have within think and grow rich there's so many ways within inside of reading a book inside of seeing something that when you're not doing things right and you you just need a game plan pick up the book think and grow rich and start finding out spots we have made fun of the bi-yearly, or they say yearly, um, excuses that people use. It says self-analyzation. When you really look at how poorly you do certain things, when you analyze yourself and joke about it, you would be surprised how that can change your state of mind. Oh, let me give this back to Kelly because she's got to still cook, get dinner while she's cooking something up for you in the mind. Go ahead, Kelly. Uh, I'll just, I have a great inspiration called I Am Me, and I'm just going to share the last two uh, stanzas because I love them, and it's fitting for PD on the go. I am a gift shining my light brightly for all the universe to see. I am all of these things and more, rolled into one, amazingly talented and unique me. Bravo, bravo, we're aligned with that. So, you know, Professor, you know, let's keep it moving. We, we're not cooking at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, I, once I find out what Kelly's making, I probably will go cook. <laughs> I'm, ma- I'm making uh, Asian stir-fried veggies on coconut rice. What? Okay, guys, I'm sorry. I gotta go. All she said is walk this way. You come get some. (laughs) (laughs) Look, look, okay, so back to personal development. Personal development on the go. Really everywhere. You have to find ways to really submerge yourself in it. Like, Like you talk about habit. When you start to do it all the time, you want more of it. And because you realize how good it feels, to feel so positive about the things that you're doing in your life, 
and it, you you also feel good about yourself and that's that's what it is for me so i always find ways to you know i talk to myself i told you guys that you know i know well, i think we all do uh, <laughs> we're not crazy you know it's just it's great to speak to yourself because you can talk things through and i tell myself all the time when i'm feeling down the positive things because it's hard to see what those are sometimes when you're blinded by so much negative so positive affirmations i do that all the time um and when i'm feeling stressed like i used to react like or mad i mute myself now i can mute myself <laughs> and then you know and, and say to myself um... i got this, got this and then i unmute myself because i started to realize that we're you know i was talking to my friend the other day about slowing down right slowing down and i think the biggest thing that this has taught us this time is how to slow down and look at our life around us. Before we were moving so fast that it was hard for us to sit back and realize what where we were coming from and where we were going. And so I'm very blessed. I know as much as this time sucks for a lot of us, I see the positive in it too, that I've been able to really take myself to a place, and I think everybody should try to do this as best they can, where I see why I deserve to be happy and why I deserve to keep focusing on my goals. And I, I think that a lot of people need to try to sit with themselves and understand that. So PD on the go, positive affirmations, knowing when to slow down, stopping and thinking before you react, right? Don't, don't be a reactor. Think before you do. And also making decisions, not procrastinating. And that slow, slow down has taught me to make decisions within a timely manner. So, I don't know. I think I do it all day, every day. So, it's hard to say what my PD on the go is, Lester, because I'm just doing it all the time. I, it's become such a habit for me. I can't see it any other way. I don't want to go back to before before I realize what this is about. You know, but that that's, that's, that's everything you're doing. Most of the times, when you get away from your default, your default normally brings you down because you're not quite sure. During the time that they've had this corona disease, um, COVID-19, people got so upset because they first had to get to know the people that they live with. They were told to shelter in place. And then all of a sudden you knew, you got to meet the person that you live with. That girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, those children of yours, you got a chance to really meet them and for some people, it's like, who are you all? But if you look at it, it gave you the greatest chance to get to know these people all over again and then build a relationship, which became what? Personal development. It gave you something to really see like, wow, you thought that everybody looking at all these jobs that they lost throughout this time, Elon Musk made an extra three billion dollars the guy who made zoom made seven billion dollars facebook made an extra five billion dollars during this time there were people who learned how to cook for the first time they couldn't boil water or they wanted to fry an egg and they forgot to crack the scale the, the shell they just put a, a egg in the frying pan and didn't break it and they thought they were doing a fried egg that you had people who were trying to find out how to do something special when nobody knew what they were going to do. It gave you an opportunity to 
do something extra before you start burning your food, before you start finding yourself in the, the craziest places. You know, as you can tell, my partners right now, throughout all the pains people have, they still were able to put a smile on someone's face by just smiling. Because we know what we don't know when we learn what we don't, what we have never learned, but we have the opportunity to change someone's life. Kelly tells us all the time, life is good. So let's find out what the mamapreneur is thinking. Mamapreneur, you're on. <laughs> I'm thinking high five, TV on the go. How do you guys want to go? Three words. And then we'll wrap up on out of here. Samantha. Oh my gosh, sorry guys, I'm breaking out into the laughter of Usher just like inspired me. To <laughs> I just can't stop. Three words. Um, st uh, never stop laughing. Never, no, stop is not the word. Never stop laughing. Never stop laughing. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> high five all day. Oh, high five all day. Three words. Laugh, love, and live. Oh, I sure have that in my house. I like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> High five. Tomorrow. Hi. Oh, I lied. No, we will not be on tomorrow. And if anybody is watching us, remember, tomorrow we have a special event for Landed for Success. And Friday we have a really, really special event with John Shen, Thinking Go Rich. So if you haven't you know, register for the Landed for Success event, Kelly? www.landedforsuccess.com slash events. And if you want a link to grab a free, or that is the link to grab a free ticket and come and network. And Friday night at the movies with the executive producer of Thinking Go Rich, the movie, for your own special link to that, message either Lester, Samantha, or myself, and we will get you the link uh, to be able to grab your free ticket and plug into that Friday evening as well. High five, High everyone. Five. Maybe. See how I'm trying to find my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we always try to high five and leave, but sometimes we have to do it all over again. <laughs> you know, this is how do you PD on the go? How do you just like get going on the go? I can have some help with that. Okay, now we are stopping. Bye. It's time for you to be a part of Mynology Academy. All the ladies out there, please listen to this podcast and see how we can change your life with MynologyAcademy.com. What is the purpose of people analyzing themselves on a regular basis? So today, I welcome you as always with, you know, my co-host, our mompreneur, Ms. Kelly Chieson and Professor Samantha Glass. And we're here still climbing up the ladder about what is it about self-analysis? What are some of the questions that we think about? So we'll present this night with, you know, Kelly. I'm sorry. No, we're going to do this with Professor Glass. We want to really start talking about self-analysis. So it's on you first, Professor. What do you have for us this evening? Well, I'm going to defer to I'm going to defer to one of you for a question. Yeah, let's um, fire away the question. Yes, please. We can do more round robins tonight. <laughs> you know, I I love this when when they decided that 
Lester, you're going to be the pr- you're going to be putting us on the seat. So the first question, the first question tonight is, do you face squarely the circumstances which makes you unhappy, or sidestep the responsibility? No, face it, face it, face it, face it. Yeah, sometimes it takes me a little bit longer, but I want to face it. Um, I find if you sidestep or you procrastinate and don't deal with it right away, then it eats away at you. It's like a bad, like it's almost like a disease. It's, it's terrible. So no, facing it and coming to reality with it and and realizing what could happen if you don't, um, it's good. It's good. You should always try to think when there's something that is negative or someone who is negative or a situation that is negative, you should approach it after you've analyzed it. That's the way that I see it. Like, I think that you need to understand and be good with yourself of how you dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't deal with it, um, then you need to be sure with yourself that it's okay not to, not to have to deal with it because there's no part that you can play that can change anything. So, no, um, I'd rather face it square in the eye um, than to step away or turn my turn a blind eye or be willfully blind to it. Very yeah. good. And for the audience, again, this question comes directly from the book Think and Grow Rich. See, the High Five Club Personal Development, we're always reading the book of Think and Grow Rich because we understand self-analysis needs to be done yearly. I think it should be done more quarterly because the fa- faster you find out that you have an issue or you're going in the wrong direction, the better that you are. So, Kelly, the same question is going to you. Do you face squarely the circumstances which makes you unhappy or do you sidestep the responsibility? Oh, there's no sidestepping unless I'm dancing. <laughs> <laughs> And I love dancing, so we'll just put that there. But no, if there's anything that needs to be addressed, uh, no, there's no no sidestepping, no beating around the bush. Like you take it head on, like figure it out and move on. Uh, yeah, no, square on. Let's go. Got to rock and roll. I don't have time for anything else. Mm, I love that. And for you all, for me answering, no, I I go to things directly. I found out through time and with wisdom that it's better to go directly at something than to let somebody make up a story. Because the longer you you lean on it, people make up their own stories. You can ask a child, why did they do that? As soon as they have dropped something or made a mistake. But the longer you wait, they will come up with, well, let me tell you about this is what had happened. (laughs) They will come up with a story. So... People do that even as adults. All right, another question. And I know that I'm going to start out with our mompreneur, and this is going to be a quick answer because I already know her answer. You all are meeting, you know, Kelly. So <laughs> let me start you out here. Kelly, can you name yeah. three of the most damaging weaknesses and what are you doing to correct them? Yes, most damaging weaknesses. I love these questions when it gets to central thoughts. Please wait while we play this this Jeopardy song. I gotta write this down. How much time do we have? Yeah. I feel like it's... I'm not kidding you. I gotta try to write that down. 
my most damaging. God, that why do you have to? Is it mo- with me? is it your most damaging or in general? Can you name three of your most uh, damaging weaknesses, and what are you doing to correct them? Um, I don't. I have. Uh, ding ding ding. We yeah, we will go, go to go <laughs> we will go to Professor Glass because she yeah. seems to be ready for this I wrote one. Put them down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please bring out your whiteboard. <laughs> go ahead, Professor Glass. Okay, so I put down fear. I'll I'll name them and I'll tell you what I'm doing about them. Fear, self confidence, and not being able to say no. Oh, fear. Yeah. Self confidence and not being able to say no. Yeah, yeah. So fear. I've been able to hype myself up and face fears more and more and more, but I still have them. Like they just, there's little things that are still lingering. So I've learned that now oh, I'm going to push myself. I always push myself and find a way. Um, self-confidence is a big thing that I'm still working on. So even though I know something and I know that I work towards it and I can do it, there's still parts of me that doubt myself and I'm still trying to learn to doubt my doubts. And it comes down to my self-confidence. It actually, it does take a toll on it. And a, an example for me today, I'm like rereading a chapter I've read like over 15 times. <laughs> and I'm doubting myself in the question. But I know I know it. So it's me being my own worst enemy. So definitely self-confidence. And then can't say no. So look, I want to help everybody. I see the good in all people. I want to find a way to help them all. And then I realize that if I keep doing that, then I start to get away from what my desire is. And it, it, I, I have to find ways to say to people, look, I can't do it now, but I'll, I'll, I will do it with you sometime in the future, just not now. So that's kind of what I'm going towards. I haven't got to the no, though. The no part is hard because I, I feel bad because I know that I'm, I'm the best person to help them. I just can't help them now. So I have to find a way. That's probably my weakest trait right now is I don't know how to say no. So it's not good. <laughs> it's not good, but I'm working on it. I wouldn't say it's not. I don't know why not that's great. not. That's not. Well, it burns not, you out. Not good. Yeah, it burns you out. It gets in the way. When you start to help every person that, like, I get tons of messages all day, right? And if I were to help every single person that messaged me, I wouldn't be able to focus on what I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to study for exams. I'm running a practice. I'm teaching. Those are my three focuses for the next 30 days. So I have to, I, I tell people, I'm like, listen, can't do it now, but I can do it in the future. So I don't say no, but I don't want to burn out. So no, I can see why not. saying no is very important. Okay. Mama Panur Kelly. Uh, you know, I'd say at this stage in the game, I just, I have worked really hard over the years to be very intentional with my decisions very intentional with how I show up and participate in my life. So what were weaknesses years ago, I, I spent a lot of time uh, working on my weaknesses to turn them into strengths. And even though they're strengths, they are part of my character that I have to, um, you know, that I like to pay attention to and stay in tune with to make sure that that doesn't, would not go back to being a weakness, but can stay a strength and stay 
a part of my character that shows up actually it shows up in a very in in, in a lot of serving ways as a wife as a mother as a friend as a coach as a as a life coach as a mentor um, as a speaker however however I'm choosing to participate and the kinds of engagements that are requested uh, and asked of me in return. So an example, when I, one of my favorite examples is as a kid, is um, uh, talking. No. Like, you know, there is a, there is a, it was always, Kelly's so lovely. Oh, she's so sorry. She sure talks when she's not supposed to. <laughs> and so it was always, it was always, there was a, there was a time and a place, Kelly Catherine, that was the, the, boy, that was like super repetitive in my entire childhood. There is a time and a place. And in all seriousness, there really is, right? There's, uh, there's a reason we have two ears and a mouth. And as excited as I, I still get excited. I'm like, oh, not my turn. Like, I'll wait. I'll wait till it's my turn to talk. But it actually, I did have to learn that. And I, it, and I, it just is, um, it's a gift to have the gift of gab. It's um, not a gift if we do not use it appropriately. And it was imperative for me to learn to dial it in. It's imperative for me to have success personally and socially that I understand when is it time to talk, when is it time to listen, when is it time for me to, um, you know, add, you know, add in my thoughts and, you know, and understand when is someone wanting to be receiving (laughs) of what I have to say and when is someone not needing to hear what I have to say. Uh, So... I would say at this stage in the game, it's not that I don't have, there's always things I'm working on, but now I I am working actively, working and implementing, you know, what my subconscious thinking is, what my thoughts are, using my personal development tools and skills that I've spent a very long time uh, putting in place where, you know, I'm always learning new ones, but the ones that I started decades ago, uh, it was so important for me to master those that they are like second nature. And that to me, um, that'll, that will not, that journey will never stop. If I'm not thoughtful about how I want to show up in my life and in my kid's life and Lester's and Samantha's life and my family's life, then, you know, they could maybe go to the wayside, but I've worked too hard. And they're too important to me, and I value how I show up that, um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, areas that I work on, there's, you know, it's, I think for, I guess, as a weakness, um, I like to really learn how to do things myself. And it's not that I can't hand it over to somebody else, but I, I just like knowing. But it is it's always going to be for me to understand, you know what, it's not for me to maybe know how to do everything, even if I want to, because I don't have that kind of time. But uh, I hope that answers your question. That was really long-winded. Wow. I thought that was the short answer. <laughs> 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 Just to let you all know. 
uh, you know, for you all that are watching with us, please like and share. You can catch us here on Facebook Live or you can catch us on YouTube. We make sure that the High Five Club is there for you. As I answer this question, three of the most damaging things that I've had, of course, is having high expectations is one. High expectations not only for myself but for others. Two, of course, being a perfectionist. That was one of my most damaging things because I expect as a perfect, as a recovering perfectionist, I was going to say I was a perfectionist, recovering perfectionist, that I have to make sure that stop trying to hold everybody else to my same level, which almost ties in with high expectations. And the third is relationships. The relationships that you have with people. And whereas I agree with Samantha, because a lot of relationships, you want to turn around and tell people no, but because they're close to you, be it if it's family, friends, or forever people that are in your lives, business-wise, you have to be able to look at it business-wise, but not be so business-wise that you take the personality out. So the reasons that I had to work on them, because sometimes in business, things have to be done, but there's a way to do it and there's a time to do it. And you have to make sure that business is business, personal is personal. So I had to learn how to separate the two as I was going on. High expectations. There will be times and you know for sure that you expect to do these things yourself. You can't do everything yourself. So you, of course, they call it farming it out to someone or delegating it or whatever language that you would like to use. You expect someone to do what they say when they said they were going to do it, but you looked at them on such a high level when they did not complete something that you wanted. The, you know, that perfectionist comes out, <laughs> that general thing. So you have to be careful of what that is. And what did I talk about? Being a perfectionist, relationship, oh, being a perfectionist. Learning to deal with yourself as a perfectionist. There is nothing that is perfect to a perfectionist. A perfectionist will not find perfection in being a perfectionist. They will still find a kink in their armor. They will still sit up there and argue, even with themselves, I should have done this this way. I took too much time to do it here. Why didn't someone else do it this other way? See, all of mine were all the same, even though they're separate. But I had to understand that everybody has a time to do things. It just may not be yours. Everybody has a way to do something. It just not be yours. Every relationship that you are a part of, remember, it just may not be your way. So you can you can't have it your way. This is not you know the old Burger King. Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Oh my goodness, we have a special hey, guest Gordon. here tonight. I'm so happy. I was gonna read his comments, and now he's here. I can tell us his comments. As, yeah, as, as he runs through he's life. To audio. Yeah, but he's connecting to audio, so I have to repeat that when he comes in. Gordon, if you can come on, and I know you may be able to hear us. No, but, he can't. He's connecting to audio. Yeah, she's. Oh, there he is. Hey, Gordon, you have to repeat your comment. <laughs> I wanted to repeat it for you, but you're here, so you can tell us. Did he fall? 
No. No, it's just oh, the cameras on. Look at the view <laughs> on that. Beautiful. Okay. Okay, well, as Gordon is taking his tour, Samantha, what was his comment? Oh, gosh, I have to find it now. One moment, please. Oh, my he God, went, I'm getting nervous. He's downhill. Is that what he's doing? Well, he can, he can, he can take a swim in Lake Ontario, which will be just fine. Thank you all for listening to the High Five Club Personal Development in the PM. He's into the water. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, hold on one moment, please. One moment, one moment. Gordon said about, oh, that he's always right. Right, Gordon? Gordon said that he's always right. Gordon, tell us more. <laughs> How's it going, Samantha? High five, Gordon. We love the view. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry about that, you guys. No, no you're good. I'm, you made me, like, from where I'm sitting, like, oh, my God, he's running downhill. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see this hill. I couldn't stop. So, oh Holy crap. I think one of, my, one of my weaknesses is when I get fixated on some something i can't stop trying even if it kills me wow but but what uh what samantha was talking about is um uh one of my weaknesses is i always think i'm right interesting mic drop right yeah yeah one of the hardest things to do is to say hey you know maybe you're right (laughs) so yeah. <laughs> How do you, you know, Gordon, it's interesting you say that because I find it hard to admit to some of the things that I, I put out on my list. How do you how do you feel about when you have to admit something? And I should ask that to my all of my partners here. When you have to realize that you have faults, how do you feel when you have to bring those faults out into the open? Like we're on a live show. People can hear us. We're being raw. How does it make you guys feel? So... You know, Samantha, knowing our weaknesses is not actually a weakness. And I think that's one of the challenges that uh, I used to I used to struggle with. Is that I don't know if the right word is the imposter syndrome. So we think that in public we always have to put our best foot forward, which we we should. But um, you know, being authentic and being real is so important, right? And being able to admit that hey, we made a mistake. And we, we, we talk about that in, 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 in a relationship, right? If you are in a relationship with a significant other, if you're in a marriage, I and mean, it's crazy to say that um, after being married for 30 some odd years, we never had a fight. We never disagreed. We always get along. We have this perfect marriage. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just don't tell my wife I said that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if, in, in a in any relationship, you got to work on it. you got to work on it in a business relationship. And the three of you are leaders, right? You're leaders. And sometimes as leaders, we think um, we can't let other people see the chink in our armor, right? Uh, you know, General Patton, there's a story about General Patton, and I'm paraphrasing it now, where every morning he would get up, he would hop in his Jeep, and whoever was driving him would drive him from his, uh, where he, I guess, what would you call it, like his station, wherever he was, to the front line. And as he's driving out to the front line, everybody's watching him, seeing him, and he's waving to them. And they see him not just sitting, like, you know, in a, in a barrack somewhere, uh, where 
he's just shouting, shouting, shouting out all the commands and hiding behind four walls while everybody else is out there, you know, uh, in the front line, uh, dodging bullets. So every single morning, religiously, he would drive right to the front line, and then his man would see him. He would wave to them. He would talk to them, and they would drive back. But he did that every single day because he knew that for the morale of his team, right, the rest of the soldiers who were under his command, they had to see him leading, right, not being afraid of leading. But at the same time, I'm sure they all appreciated that maybe he wasn't always superhuman. Mm. Maybe there were times when he would make mistakes, right? Does that make sense? And like the Pony Hill says, mistakes are okay. Like you learn from your mistakes. So if I'm running down this hill and I fall into the lake, the first time that's my fault. If I run down the hill a second time and I fall into the lake again, that's again my fault, right? So the moral of the story is I should maybe just run down a different hill. Like learn from our mistakes, admit our mistakes and learn from it. And so, yeah, so Samantha, I don't think it's ever a problem learning our weaknesses because once we learn our weaknesses, then we can learn how to how to relate to our weaknesses and how other people can help relate to our weaknesses as well. So our weaknesses is actually a strength. If we actually know what our weaknesses are, admit it and build on it. That's just, that's just my opinion. That's amazing. High five, Gordon. High five. High five. High five. Yeah. So as we look around at ourselves sometimes, we all have those areas of weaknesses and areas of strength. But your weakness does not mean you're not strong in that area. It just means that there's always improvement. As Gordon would say, if you run downhill the first time, the second time, and you can't swim, yeah, you'll find out that you'll never make that mistake a third time. You're hopefully not make it twice. Hopefully. <laughs> but no matter what it is and where you are, in learning to be the best person that you can be without being a perfectionist, without having too high of an expectation of what others will do, and being truthful yourself, authentic self, is so important. That's why we're teaching this as we're talking about personal development, especially in the PM, because the High Five Club is addressing situations that are real. We're not trying to be fake. We'll tell you who we are and who we once were and who we may try to become. So final thoughts, everyone. And I'll let Gordon, you know, who always gives us some of the best information. You know, Gordon, what is your final thought of this evening? Well, Lester, I'm watching, you guys may not see, but I'm watching this guy run up hills. Like he's actually doing right. hills. See him at the top? He's yes. Yeah. Looks like an ant. Yeah, that building up there, it's a, um, it's a waterworks building. And uh, there's been so many movies that have been filmed here. Like, doesn't that look like a prison In wall? Toronto, yes. Yeah, looks like a prison building, right? So in Toronto, they've used this building many times uh, to pretend like it's an actual prison. And um, uh, a friend of mine once, I don't know who, who wrote the poem, but you guys could look it up. Someone once said, there's, um, you know, two people, you know, somebody, you got two people, who can look at something and they'll see something differently, right? So you got two people looking out from prison walls, right? One saw mud and one saw stars. And so that that's a really important lesson for me because I was shared with you that, uh, you know, for me, I always think of, right, right? I always think, you know, if you're going to do something, it's going to be done my way because I've done it other people's way before. Can anyone relate to that? Mm -hmm. And it didn't work. So I settled in that there's a certain way I want to do things. Like the science of getting rich says, well, there are certain 
certain steps and you skip a step, it doesn't work. And so I figured out a way that works for me, but then what I had to learn is that just because those are my steps, doesn't mean it's somebody else's steps. They may see things that are totally different than the way that I see it. And Napoleon talks about tolerance, right? So that's one of the weaknesses when you talked about weaknesses that I have to work on and turn into a strength is to learn how to listen more and respect and be tolerant of what other people's uh, opinions are as well. All right. Mama Panur, your turn up. You know, I think that I smile when I think of the, the, when I think of the weaknesses that I had when I was younger and where I've grown to today. And I smile when I think of uh, how intentional, just being intentional with everything I do, how second nature that is. So, you know, smiling is infectious. Uh, everyone can catch it like the flu. And when you smile at other people, even virtually here, uh, it takes about two shakes of a second for them to start smiling too. So maybe you're going to walk away from your computer, go around the corner of your house, and know that the individuals you were just with, that they saw your grin. And if you think about it, it was your smile that passed it on to them. So think about the smile. I'll invite you all to think about its worth. Think about how that a smile, just like mine, just like Samantha's, Gordon's, and Lester's, has the power to virtually and physically travel all around the earth. You know, when you feel a smile begin, uh, don't leave it undetected. Smile. Start an epidemic quick. There's no reason we shouldn't be getting the entire world infected. Yes, yes, yes. Professor Glass. So I'm going to be short tonight. I found a quote, and my quote is this. Such a flawed beauty, such a wondrous mess, such a magical collection of imperfections, and that is what flaws are. So embrace them. Love it. Don't be afraid to be your very best self, no matter what shape that comes in. There's always room for improvement in each and every one of us, but not right away. <laughs> so you all have a fun and grateful evening. Thank you for joining the High Five Club in the, in the PM. You all are the best. Can't wait to talk to you on Hi. fabulous Friday. See you all soon. High five, everyone. High five. Happy running. <laughs> High five.